I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome to Guys We Fuck, the anti slut shaming podcast. Yo, you haven't said I'm Christina Hutchinson. I'm Corinne Fisher. And I'm your boyfriend. Bring us your slutty, your horny, and your shame. What up, fuckers? How you doing? Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fuck. It's the anti-slut shaming podcast. I'm Corinne Fisher. I'm Christina Hutchinson. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to become a VIP, you're going to head Ooh. over uh, and subscribe to Luminary. You can do so by going to luminary.link slash GWF. And that's how we get credit for your subscription. And you'll get access to 20 bonus episodes a year, ad-free content. And you'll get episodes of the podcast a week before everybody else. Mm-hmm. And our undying love and gratitude. Oh, yeah. Um, and make sure to follow us on social media. I'm at Philanthropy Gal. I'm at Christina Hutch, and together we're a guys we fucked without the you and fucked. And I definitely make sure to uh, subscribe to our TikTok and our YouTube page, which is YouTube YouTube.com slash guys we fucked without the you and fucked. So much free content, including so much. Uh, full-length video episodes of the podcast. Whole-ass episodes. Yeah, we should be exactly on time with um, the current ones by the time you see this episode. So, yeah. You know, slowly but Thanks, surely, Corinne. guys, we're doing it. We're doing it. Figuring it out. We are. All right. This uh, this email is says, from my long-distance boyfriend moved to be with me and now refuses to see me. Oops. Been there. <laughs> 
You have, Michael. Wow. <laughs> have you, Mike? Was oh, a my girlfriend had a boyfriend, that? though. This was, I mean, I, let's hear the email, but this sounds note for note like okay. what I went through. I see, it seems like Mike has emailed the podcast <laughs> yet again. Uh, from 2017. <laughs> uh, but he's pretending to be a woman. Okay. That's all right. Uh, a lot I, of men have. <laughs> I wish it was a joke. My ex-boyfriend of three years and I had to go long distance once COVID hit. He was an international student in school. Being on this type of visa means you only have 90 days after graduation to find a job in the U.S. or you get deported. Yo. He graduated May so 2020, welcoming. peak pandemic. So finding a job oh. in our area was not plausible and he had to move across the country. Fast forward to 2022, I was getting fed up with long distance and his lack of motivation to continue to applying to jobs near me. So we broke it off. <laughs> okay. Apparently, this was super motivating because right after the breakup, uh, he started applying to jobs and landed always. an interview with an amazing company within a week and was offered a great uh, job offer in my city within a month or so. Oh, well, that worked. We were super excited, uh, but decided to remain broken up due to his visa status and unforeseen future. At the time of our breakup, he was considering moving back to his home country, which was not the case when we were dating. Okay. Although we were broken up, we continued to talk every day and make plans for the future as if nothing had happened. So you were not only broken broken up in title. Uh, We had been waiting on a job offer for over a year and a half now, so it was exciting and seemed like things were finally falling into place. Well, fast forward to last month, he finally moves to my city, and I suddenly do not exist in his realm. Wow. Being that we spoke every day about our excitement for his move, I expected to at least hang out as if things were back to normal. Yeah, but you didn't. uh... Coming off of pandemic and long-distance loneliness, I was really excited to be around someone I found familiar and comforting. Mm -hmm. Maybe I am the dumb bitch for those expectations, but they were reciprocated and the excitement uh, was natural after trying to close the distance for so long. He now insists we need boundaries and he met can't. Someone else. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he met somebody else. He met someone else. He now insists we need boundaries and can't, can't hang out or else we'll fall back into it or relapse. Which you can't he do because he's getting something so else. So fucking triggered right now. This is insane. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Michael. <laughs> sorry, Mike. Uh, which he doesn't want to Isabel do. Isabella didn't know when she picked this up. Yeah. I know, I know. I know. Or she did. Uh, <laughs> which he now doesn't want to do in case he ends up moving back to his country in 1.5 years when his work visa expires yeah with the woman he's gonna marry yeah that's not you uh this is logical on paper but i feel like i've been left hanging for two years now waiting on him to get here yeah yeah but you yeah it's like it takes two to hang yeah you know it does i have been watching him run around my city having fun with no remorse (laughs) for how i'm feeling okay well you can stop the watching yeah yeah Um, block him and it just feels like a sick prank. I am literally the reason he moved here and now he is acting like that's not the case. Yeah, because he met someone else. <laughs> yeah. This whole time he's been texting and calling me what? still to talk about his day, etc. I finally, because he's using you um, for um, like a, he's oh, an emotional like vampire. an emotional support animal. Yeah, I finally blocked him today because Good. this has me feeling very used yeah, and upset. because you were being used. Why were you answering the texts and calls? Yeah. I didn't sign up to be his pen pal. Correct. He will only text or call me but refuses to hang out then we don't hang out I'm hella bitter and mad and this is my first breakup slash real boyfriend I hate the feeling of someone being such a huge part of my life that nothing the next day that's called dating then yeah welcome to life it's gonna get a lot worse Mm -hmm. and it's gonna happen a lot more times 100% (laughs) Uh, he let three and a half years crumble 
in the That's, matter of uh, of the last four weeks. I mean, people do that to like 20 years of yeah. marriage. Uh, it just makes no sense to me. I fucking hate men. No. At this point, he should have just stayed in that far ass state. No, you're mad at yourself. Sincerely rejected near and far. Okay, well, that was a dramatic You rejected ending. yourself. Um, you rejected yourself. <laughs> you rejected yourself by allowing this to continue without a title. And technically, he can put up the boundaries. But once he puts up those boundaries and he only lets you know that he wants to call you and lean on you but not hang out with you then that's your cue to go okay bye bye now yeah listen the first part of this was deceitful because you had broken up but you guys were still kind of like going back and forth and it seemed like things were going to be fine like you were basically still dating and it seemed like things were going to be fine you were making plans that he was reciprocating his excitement in those plans so yeah that part was like you just got got as we've been talking about Um, but the second part of this where you're just torturing yourself you're watching him he's all of a sudden out of nowhere changes his feelings all of a sudden he needs to set boundaries and listen like setting boundaries is important and often when one person sets boundaries the other person is going to react poorly mm-hmm. um but i don't think that's the case here i think the case is definitely that he met, he met someone, someone else. else like it's very yeah clear. why would he want to call you and not want to see you it yeah. just it doesn't make any sense but you're still the familiar your home, one your you're town. still the one he knows you're still the one that he feels so, comfortable yeah. uh talking to you're, he's basically using you as a free therapy service yes yeah. yeah 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 and so, so one leg in one leg out yeah and you and you can be mad and this and this fucking sucks and i wish i could tell you that this is rare this is not gonna happen again this is the only time it's gonna happen in your life it's probably not the thing is you'll be able to handle it because next time you're gonna see it sooner or at least go hey i don't feel good in this situation that means i have to do something about it and like let's and then the do something is stop talking to him yeah this guy's dead you you have to mourn him and you have to grieve him but you have to do it privately without him yeah and there's not going to be closure other than you just knowing that Corinne and Christina told you he met someone else yeah and girl it is a mind fuck that you can be so fucking close to somebody for a long time years and then nothing it's it's weird when I broke up with Steven it was so fucking weird I'm like I, and then the suit I'm like oh I'll never you're dead to me and I, I hope I hope and I still hope I want to go to my grave without ever seeing that motherfucker again but like wow we were so close <laughs> Yeah, it's wild, but you just have to accept it. And people change. And and also it's hard sometimes like people are being a version of themselves that they like they want you to see. That's a problem Mm. that I have a lot because I can't imagine like it's just so such a foreign concept for me, like pretending that like something is okay when it's not. But people do it all the time. Oh, yeah. And people change themselves to be who they they think you want them to be or who they think will be most loved or most lovable or hard to leave. And mm. um, you never really know what people are thinking. Yeah. Again, it, this is three and a half years. It could be a decade, two decades, three decades, 50 years. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wild. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. It is going to happen to you uh, a bunch of other times, but you're going to figure it out. You're it sucks, it out. but the most important thing that you step one is blocking him, and you already yeah. did that. So yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Great. So you're you're well on your way. It just sucks, and you have to sit with it. And then, like Corinne said, grieve it, grieve the loss of him, uh, so that you can move on. Because if you don't grieve it, you won't move on. Think Mm-mm. of it this way: you could have wasted another two and a half years. True. You were with her that long. Yes, I was. Wow. Obviously, after, after you this... really healed from it, and you're over it. <laughs> yeah, I could tell. The emotional weight is lifted off of you. Well, I'm fine until a situation comes up like this, and it's so you're the exact fine. same situation. Right. Not holding on well, to any resentment towards the it's person. It's poking at something that is still I sore. get it. I get it, yeah. man. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs>
This show is sponsored by Better Help. Getting stuff off your chest is incredible. It's so therapeutic. We all carry around different stressors. Some of them are big. Some of them are small. A lot of them are very big. Uh, but we keep them bottled up, and it could start affecting us negatively. And then we act like a jerk to the people we love. And we're like, this is not how I want to be. Therapy has saved my life personally. There are so many benefits of it. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Although if you have experienced major trauma, highly recommend. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designated to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you could switch at any time. Finding a therapist is like dating. They're not all going to work out in the first try. BetterHelp understands that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash guys to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash guys. Guys, the weather's getting warmer. It's time to say goodbye to your jackets and all your sweaters and you got to refresh your wardrobe. Well, luckily... I found Quince, and now you have too, because you're listening to this. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And if you go to their website, the amount of categories, they have travel, lookbooks, men, women, home, babies, and kids – their stuff is so cute. So I own a couple items from Quince, and one of them is the Italian leather handwoven crossbody purse in green, emerald, and I get compliments on it all the time. It's a small purse, which I really love because then I don't put as many things in it. Um, guys, Quince is amazing. They have very luxury items for very cheap prices. Get warm weather ready, baby, with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash GWF for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash GWF to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash GWF. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico, now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Guys, come see us live Atlanta, Georgia. We are so excited starting 10 a.m. today, which is Friday the 24th of June, starting at 10 a.m., Pre-sale tickets are now available to our Atlanta, Georgia gig at the Center Stage Theater Saturday, September 10th. You're going to use the pre-sale code DUMBBE. That stands for dumb bitch. 
There is a link in the description of today's episode where you can go or you can get it on our website. Sorry about last night, comedy.com. But Corinne Fisher and I were coming to Atlanta Saturday, September 10th. We're headlining the Center Stage Theater. It's going to be an incredible time. Again, you're going to want to use pre-sale code DUMB. Uh, and if you want more uh, content, I have a podcast called Without a Country and it's available everywhere. You listen to podcasts, including full video on YouTube on Saturdays. It's a new show but it's also a comedy show I do it with Shane Smith you can you know there's a lot of important stuff going on in the world guys I hate to bully you into you know being an aware citizen but I feel like it's important so you know tune in if you want it's the best way to consume the consume the news in my opinion it certainly helped me be a more aware citizen which was the fucking point of the show so enjoy and then I have a a Patreon and I have the voices in our heads podcast but the thing I want to push right now if you have a spare dollar I have a fundraising campaign going on for my second short film called The Tower. Um, I made it with the the same uh, crew that made Dwell with me. I wrote it. I starred, starred in it. And we are trying to um, recoup the funds from production and then earn funds for post-production. So thetowerfilm.com is where you could go or go on a Kickstarter and just look up The Tower. But it's in, it, it'll be in all of my social media bio. But if you have a, a, a money to donate... Um, please donate. You can only see the short film if you donate money. You will be given a link uh, once the film is done and because we're submitting it doing a festival run. So we really appreciate it. It's a psychological thriller. You think one day I'll make a comedy because uh, of what I do for a living. I, I will. I just got to get this pain out of me first. So it's, yeah, it's a psychological short thriller about how childhood trauma comes to haunt you as an adult and um, what that looks like. So I'm really excited about it. Um, so save me $5 for me. Thank you. Love Hell you. Hell yeah. Yeah. And you can rate and review Guys We Fucked and follow us on Apple Podcasts, which really helps our charting. Uh, there's three little dots in the upper right-hand corner when you go to Guys We Fucked on the Apple Podcast app, and then you can click on that, and following will be an option Costs nothing to you. Doesn't affect your life in any way. It's no. just, you know. It's a free thing that you could do that helps us just out. Just helping us. And as we mentioned, our, our special is still live and available for free in totality at youtube.com slash guys. We fucked without the you and fucked. You can also catch episodes of the Dump Witch Woo Hour. Old episodes of Did That Help? Mm-hmm. Uh, clips from the podcast. Uh, clips from the comedy special. There's just so much content. A lot we of stuff. really keep making stuff for you dive for in free so enjoy that yeah all right how you doing i'm good just i'm working out a lot i've been working out like multiple times a day because i have so much energy in me and it's got to go somewhere and i wish i had energy oh my god i just keep crying uh but yeah i've been a lot very physically active lately so that's that's been very helpful and i've been eating really well my skin is freaking out and i'm like i don't know what the fuck to do but uh yeah i'm trying to figure that out but yeah just working out, running, rollerblading, lifting very heavy weights, and eating arugula. Mm. So having a great time. Having a blast. How are you? That doesn't sound... Well, you don't really like eating bad food, so no, that's no. not really... Well, when I and when I eat healthy, like my mood is so much better because my stomach is so fucking sensitive. Mm. I just feel so much better when I eat well. And I've been sleep, getting a lot of sleep, so I'm still sad, but you know, that's whatever. You know, you just keep on living. 
Yeah. How are you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm just, re- you know, it's interesting because this is, you know, this is June. So a lot of big first coming yeah, in June. Yeah. First Father's Day with a dead dad. Then oh, yeah. we go into the anniversary of my dad's death. And then right after that, we go to my dad's birthday. Mm, so it's just all the hits. Fun. It was just a fun time. Well, it's funny because what I've noticed throughout the grief process is that the part the the times that you that you worry about that that like you know the holidays for instance like christmas yeah. i was really worried that was going to be really bad and like unmanageable honestly was totally fine i mean i think we did a lot of things as a family to make sure it was tolerable like we yeah. didn't spend christmas in the family home we rented an airbnb we got out we brought the dogs so that was fun to be in like uh you know it wasn't like we weren't celebrating in a space that had always had my dad in it. We were celebrating yeah. in a space that he had never been in um, that was new to us. That's and nice. so I think Perfect. that was super helpful. Um, and uh, and yeah, and so I don't know because th- then it turned out like January through, I mean, March, April, May, till pretty recently was uh, pretty excruciating. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about uh, joy because I felt like there's I, I was worried I remember telling my therapist Kierkier, uh you know when my dad first died that it was like a couple months and I literally hadn't felt joy and I was so void of joy that I actually was worried I wasn't going to be able to feel it again like mm, that's how wow. gone it was like things weren't funny nothing made me smile like even like Alfred like cuddling up with you not joy yeah no like comfort and I love you know still loved him but there was nothing that was bringing me joy yeah um at all and so that was uh, a little worrisome. And then I, re- I remember, I don't know exactly when it happened, but I remember the first time I felt joy and I like reported back and I was like, thank God. I like, literally thought it was gone. Um, the moments are still few and far between, but I do like appreciate them even more now because they are, you know, because even though like I'm a, I, I, I know I sound like I have like a fucking like sour p- puss curmudgeon, but I actually You're feel joy of lots dad. of time. You know, basically all my time spent alone is like pure joy because, you know, no one's there. <laughs> right. Um, of course. Except for my dog. Yeah. Uh, so that's great. Just how God intended. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's interesting because Friday when we went, we we took uh, the boys, we took, um, not, not Mike, we took Kevin, <laughs> no, and, Alfred, Kevin and Alfred uh, hiking. And that was nice. And I really like, I because I, I feel like every now and then I really like to make a day an Alfred day because I really like want to like basically pay him back for all like the friendship and like that he's given me because yeah. I feel like even in life with like humans we don't do that enough and so yeah. I always like try to keep Alfred in mind and be like he didn't he didn't ask like for your dad to die and for you to be sad for like a year yeah um and so and he never was like never asked anything of me other than like you know when it's time to eat like would paw me but was so patient with me in ways that like even humans weren't you know of me basically you know as i've talked about on the show it's like you when someone dies uh no matter who it is you get about two weeks of sympathy and then truly no one gives a shit mm. and that's fine and i accepted that um but it was still like you know when you're but you're, you're still of, feeling you're it so. kind of so you have to like go back to normal in you know in the outside world and, and and it's just a lot of maintenance that mm. extra maintenance that you're doing so yeah so and then we we took him hiking and he got to ride in christina's car which he always thinks is fun and then i like went and got him 
like ice vanilla soft serve because like you can, you, you can give you know dogs that every once in a while um and i just he like i love that oh he loved it and, and he really metabolized it quick because he just went on a fucking hike for two hours yeah exactly that's why i was like he can have a treat an extra treat today and he really like we just like made it about him because we had so much bonding time during covid like we yeah. really like we were always very close but like we truly became like bosom buddies you know because we're just at home all the time you know eating snacks and everything <laughs> and so <laughs> that was like nice because i really really felt such like pure joy um on friday and then of course the next day because i had felt such pure joy on friday the crash the next Damn. day i was like fucked um but that's okay <laughs> it's fine expected it's like the day after your birthday like it's just yeah. too much you yeah, can't you're right you can't recreate it again yeah um and it's not like I was in like a ter terrible depression or anything. You're just like, okay. But it's nice to like remind yourself what what pure joy feels like when you haven't experienced in so long. And I'm kind of like just trying to prepare for like all these days. Like Father's Day is this Sunday. I kind of like forgot about it, but I'm like, I need to do something that like my yeah. dad would have liked to do. Oh, that's nice. Um, which is what we did when we put him to rest. The same thing. We went bowling that day. Um, and then, you know, and it's also like other people almost like prematurely reacting. So like a lot of people uh. in my life are like, oh, this is going to be a tough month for you. And I was like, well, we don't need to keep saying that because right. that's also not helpful. <laughs> it will with that attitude, <laughs> asshole. Just yeah. a reminder. You're going to yeah. be sad this month. Well, and again, I kind of like, I'm not sure that I will. Yeah, because you got to take it as it comes. I feel like, you know, you can like almost concoct like a reaction if you keep if you keep dreading something and yeah. i'm trying to keep a more open mind because like i said like the holiday like the the grief is you know comes in waves as everyone says and it's also like comes at very unexpected times yeah um so you know maybe fa like it's not like father's you day can't really was like plan a, it. you know father father's day only it only is only exists because they the had mother's companies. day and they had to do something no one mother father's day pales in comparison to mother's day and everybody knows it mother's Man. day is like the high like flower um, purchasing happens on Mother's Day and like no records are set on Father's Day. <laughs> Father's Day actually makes True. me laugh so fishing hard. fishing with dad or whatever. Because when you go on Instagram on Father's Day, on like Mother's Day and Father's Day, it's so different yeah. because Mother's Day, everyone's like, this goddess give me everything. This I, I love to see the word sacrifices on Mother's Day. That's something you see so much. The sacrifices she made as, as, as if that's a feather in a woman's cap. That's the regret that she'll have on her less dying breath. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Father's Day is like, yeah, this guy's kind of a fun dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Father's Day is about he getting too much of a dick dad, like power tools and shit. Literally like that. just yeah. Father's Day. And you just and you feel I always feel so much bad energy on the Internet because so many Day? people hate their dads. Aww. Yes. And have bad relationships. And I always I always kind of felt guilty on Father's Day um, because I'm like reading all this shit. And I'm like, my dad fucking rocks. I love my dad. <laughs> He's literally the coolest, most interesting person I've ever met in my life. Like, sorry, you guys never got to meet him. That's your loss. Um, but yeah, and I and I think it, that that that's the flip side. So I've been like writing mm. a lot of jokes about like you know having a good childhood, and but then also about my my dad dying. And I think that's like kind of like that's the exchange rate. Like, so yeah, I did have a good childhood, but also like the loss that I experience um, when my parents die is going to be like that much suckier because like two of my best pals are gonna are, don't exist anymore so right. that fucking blows yeah um yeah so i was just like yeah so i was just thinking about that a lot and joy and uh and passing and preparing for things and 
Yeah. And just kind of like working through it. I did feel so I was it was so not it was so sucky, though, because like I was in the clear for a couple months and I felt good again. I think they like the good and the nice weather helped and everything. But then it's just like uh, June. And I think where I was last June. Oh, my God. Just walking (sighs) around in a muumuu. Trying to yeah. <laughs> trying to like get to you were going back and forth, yeah. Oh, just so much Uber. Don't even yeah. remember what I was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, here we yeah, are. Yeah, damn. Can't believe it's a year later, and uh, you know it's fun as the people you love's memory fades away and you grasp onto the straws that you have. Mm, aren't those straws Sexy. yummy? Who's horny? Sexy. Not me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wonder if I'll ever stop working out. Okay. Well, guys, you're in for a treat. Oh, our interview today is with a, an incredible comedian. Uh, she's known as the diva of comedy. She's a Brooklyn-based comic, actor, writer, and a legal professional. And you've got to watch out for her upcoming album, My Mama's Music. We're so excited. Please give a warm welcome to Onika McLean. Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. We are here with stand-up comedian Onika McLean. So excited to have you. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> you look incredible. <laughs> Thank you. I'm trying. Um, how you doing? What's new? I am wonderful. Yeah. What's new? Comedy. I'm getting busy in comedy, so that's yeah, dope. That's the best. It's, I've never heard a comedian uh, respond to "How are you doing?" with "I'm wonderful." So that's right. That's amazing. Right yeah. out, right out of the gates, yeah, you're doing nice better than hear. most people. Oh well, I am uh, on a self improvement journey yes me too so it's like a long road yeah it is a long road but i feel like once i'm hydrated i feel way better yeah 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 <laughs> like i'm like oh i've just flipped the fuck out yeah yeah and then i drank some water and i was like oh okay it makes everything better yeah, even when you're hungry, if you're like, no, oh, maybe I can just drink some water. Maybe I'm actually not hungry every 10 minutes. Maybe I just ha don't have any fluids in my system. Mm -hmm. yeah. So on this journey, what were the things that you were concentrating on uh, to improve? Healing, mm -hmm. right? Of what kind? Like what, uh, what was your, like, what so did you need healing? Past trauma, past mm -hmm. traumas in relationships, just uh, the stuff that I did to myself that I would not uh, forgive Betray myself for yourself. and how I'm looking myself in the mirror and I know I'm not showing up for myself. Yeah. All of those things. And yeah. so, and I've, I've been like on this like self-help journey for a long time, but I feel like you just got to get sick of yourself. <laughs> you, well, it's, it's exhausting thinking about yourself all yeah. the damn time. And that to me is the product of like a neurotic mind, which mm -hmm. a neurotic mind, like, cause I've, I've been really mm -hmm. into self-help the last couple of years. Uh, there's a, a lot of kind of similar sayings to like, you know, when your body's hurting, you feel it. Like your right. body will tell you with pain, with neurons. Mm -hmm. uh, when your brain needs tending to your mind and your heart needs tending to, it, it will show up in like neurotic thoughts or like right. you can't stop thinking about yourself or trying to fix the way you operate in the world. So is there anything that jumpstarted it? Um, I just kept picking toxic men. Yeah. Right. It always well, shows up in dating. Yeah, but because that's what shows you who you are. Yeah. Right. So that means I was dealing. That's all that was I had going on inside of myself. Yeah. And I was like the last toxic man. I was like, I need to call my dad. <laughs> I was like, you got some shit. You got some. Like it can't be him, right? It has well, it, to you're be the common some, denominator too, right? Right. And it had to be something like that was so deep seated because I was like holding on so crazy, and I was like, I gotta get better. I gotta get better. And then I was just thinking, like, what was my lowest point? Yeah. And. And, and what I try to tell myself all the time is it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that low, but it was. It's like I wanted to commit suicide. Yeah. And people can't even say those words, but so many people think like that all the time. And I'm like, but for what? Like it, nothing in my life is that bad mm. to want to check out. But I was just so sad. Yeah. And then I was like, let me try to figure this shit out. Yeah. Like, but let me fig figure it out in application because the thing about it is your mind loops. And your mind is there to make sure that you understand that you're not crazy. So the mind is going to keep on showing you, see, we're right. See, we're right. Mm -hmm. See, we're right. Yep. 
but your body tells more of the truth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The body so, keeps the score. Right. Woo! It yeah. tells the truth. The it, the fascia. It just tells the truth. And I and I started like, okay, so maybe I need to drink more water. Maybe I need to work out when I'm mm-hmm. trying to heal. Maybe I need to swim. I started swimming. Yeah, like, swimming's the best workout because right. it's full body. Like all of your muscles are going. Yes, and all those old people in the water. It was this lady in the <laughs> in the pool. I thought now, I, now, I'm not like a great swimmer, but I can swim from camp, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I'm, th- and then I went on YouTube and I was like, how do you, you know? The yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The guy was like, you have to make sure your hand is this. And I was like, all right, I got it, right? So now I'm in the pool and I'm thinking I'm racing this older white lady, but she is lapping me. Like I said, <laughs> it's like with one hand, she's just like taunting me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she don't have on goggles. She doesn't have on- Not a cap, uh, no not cap. Not a cap. No, she's just chilling, right? She doing backstroke tits out just i want to punch this in her face right i'm like i'm gonna go underneath this water and i'm gonna drag her down like jaws right yeah. I, was t- <laughs> I was taunted and then i so i spoke to her i was like hey what's your name because i want to size her up like yeah, you know yeah. you've been swimming forever because white girls get to do whatever they want to do <laughs> and so i'm telling myself this lady was not 80 she was 103 years old literally 103 years old vivian is 103 years old Wow. And you know what's so oh crazy? Oh my God. Vi- vital woman. This is what's so crazy. She has a home attendant with a rollator. She cannot walk upright oh. in the world. Oh, okay. But the gravity nature of the of the water is like she can use her body. Lapping me like wow. she's a 13 year old. Right? And I was like. That's inspiring shit. That is so inspiring. And I wow. was like, you just got to get your, when you're trying to heal, you got to get your whole being into it yeah you can't leave anything out and that's yeah, what i was right. doing it's, i kept on leaving out my body i was like i'm just trying to fix fix, fix this mind but fix this mind mm-hmm. and it feeds the neurosis even more yeah yeah i've i've been i've been crying a lot lately and i've just i'm forcing myself to have like 60 percent of my day is physical activity and, and that cry oh yeah 100 i cry when i do so it a lot important. of times yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah it is i feel good after a good cry i cry a lot so i'm like is this gonna stop but physical activity is like it burns that energy and mm-hmm. it, bur- it burns the energy of the neuroses of thinking about yourself so it's so it leaves you like clean slate that's mm-hmm. awesome and i come up with so many uh joke ideas in it of course because you're lulling yourself yeah so yeah i'm i'm there right now that's great i feel so happy have you I'm, been doing a lot of crying yeah but yeah. but this kind of cry uh, like <laughs> drooling all over yourself oh yeah like the six-year-old yeah yeah, like, yeah. somebody took my bike yeah my bike kind of crying yeah are you working with anyone like a therapist or any you just did it all on your own i was in therapy for eight years oh yeah huh and no, no yeah and you said sometimes no. it Give doesn't get my money um dr glassman like, <laughs> <laughs> eight years i mean wow. i was able to like get divorced okay. and i was able to do things that i was like physically could not do but emotionally no I like started making up shit in therapy. I was like, right, you think right. I was molested? She was like, bitch, no. Like- <laughs> <laughs> You're just grasping at straws here. <laughs> what 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 uh, initially made you want to start therapy? Was that something that like you had ever like grown up with? Your parents had talked about, or that was just your own thing? No, I grew up. My mother is like 16 years older than me. We were not <laughs> right. Therapy, no, yeah. Uh, I knew that I was really really sad, and I was mm-hmm. like. Doesn't um, have to be this way. Yeah, but I was like a little vicious. 
Mm. sometimes like so and I was trying to raise my kids and I was like you know what I need in in order to kind of like deal with this life I need an outlet Mm -hmm. and then I start going to therapy but the thing about it is if you're not willing to do the hard part think looking at the parts of yourself you don't want to look at yeah you can't like it's never going to work eight years I was in therapy until a point she started recommending books yeah (laughs) so you're beating around the bush for eight years yeah wow i mean i I did get divorced during that time yes that's that is progress and i asked for a couple of um um raises during that time with like a bunch of coaching okay and then um i just i just said i just gotta go it on my own it just wasn't doing anything else for me yeah i was like i'll just do it on my own and i still was feeling like a little bit good and then still really sad still really sad and then i've discovered comedy which is a total outlet but Mm -hmm. comedy is not therapy right 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 said by any good comedian (laughs) right it's not therapy and i was kind of using it like that for a little while but no it's a whole business yeah and as you're healing you need to do some internal work so i just started doing the work which is very very easy once you start i was reading this book um which what's it called i don't wonder the if mountain is you oh ooh, i've brianna never heard of it. west brianna west and when right. i say it's about stop self-sabotaging and all that stuff oh, yeah. and when i say it was it just a light bulb Wow, I'm gonna download that after we. I was end. on a, I was on a plane, right, and I had my phone and I had my notebook and I'm writing and I'm reading the book and I'm writing. And this old lady, she was like, "Are you studying for an exam?" I was like, "No, I'm just sick of my shit." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate exam of life. <laughs> yes. yes. I'm like I'm sick of this shit. So that that's what happened. Wow! Wow! Mm-hmm. Wow! Wow! Self sabotage. That is. Uh, oh yeah what an odd thing huh yeah like because you're like why would i want to hold myself back that doesn't make any sense but then discomfort looking at the roots of it not being not being comfortable being the best version of yourself you don't want to experience discomfort right? right but we experience discomfort all the time you're uncomfortable period yeah yeah and then we think that if we do this thing then after we could chill out but there's never a chill out because you no. always want more mm-hmm. yeah and so we just give ourselves that loop and you could get out the loop yeah. And I did not realize that I could get out the loop. And I was like, oh, I don't have to deal with that person. Nope. You don't have to do. Nope. You don't. Th- no, no. You just got to be able to sit alone with yourself. And if that's not enough, then we got some more work to do. Yes. And espe- and, and then you realize that's so that's 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 like it. That is the secret mm-hmm. to life. When you realize that you look at everybody going into romantic relationships and you're like, oh, we're just trying to fix ourselves through a person. Mm-hmm. That is a recipe for failure. You have to be whole and complete and and feel good about yourself and it's such a such a stale thing to say but like you have to be good with yourself before you can have a partner and have but that people be good. say that all the time but that is hard being yeah. good with yourself yeah like you that knows all the shit yeah 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 you know all your demons <laughs> you know all your like, i can't even look okay you're right yeah 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 Crin <laughs> Crin has a Crin's always been good with herself she's one of the only it's people my I've only skill met. actually yeah, yeah, really? yeah. i have no other skills or talents but how a loving supportive child part of, uh part of that and but then the other half is just like just born born that way like How'd lady gaga nicely yeah. yeah yeah it's very important but i would yeah. say not stuck someplace but it's right. not it's right. not just that because my brother and i have very different i mean same parents within the same five-year like span like it's very and we would we would have different very like outlooks on life and ourselves i would say yeah mm-hmm. so they, yeah it's like the some people are like born with grit and then and then also get well, love you're the favorite no my parents are honestly don't have a favorite 
Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, there's only two of us. And one boy, one girl. It's like, yeah, a little. How old were your parents when they had you? Uh, my mom was like 26 or 27. And my dad was in his early 30s. Okay, so they both had their frontal lobes. Mm-hmm. Right, that's right, why. right. Which you get when you're 25. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> how they, old were both of your parents? So how old your mom was? Oh, and, wow. And 16. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kids. They were kids. Yeah, they were kids. Yeah. yeah. So how was that uh, growing up being raised by other kids? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I but when you're a kid, you. <laughs> when you're a kid, you don't know your parents are kids. <laughs> oh, it was it was uh, very scary. Yeah, yeah. Because I had to be uh, an adult. You had to be their parent. Did well, they? Well, not have... there because my dad okay. wasn't there. But I had to be my mom's parent, who was really really sad. Mm. She was depressed yeah. like yeah, the yeah. whole time. So. Like clinically. Well, you, you well, can't we're black in the project, so it wasn't clinically. But yeah, yeah. she was depressed. But, she laid down and did cocaine. Yeah, right. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the recipe. And she for leaned disaster. on you for emotionally. And she leaned. But I had a sister, so she had two kids by the time she was eighteen. Shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you have a little sister. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you guys really close? Yeah, but yeah. because we know each other's stories, but yeah. we weren't always like that. Because you're like mom, war buddies. Yeah, because my mom was, you know, she just she was just sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. a sad lady. And yeah. So we had to kind of like navigate. Did you tend to uh, go towards partners that had an inner sadness? Yeah, trauma bond. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I trauma bond the whole time. I yeah. was like, tell and it feels me, so come, good. Tell me who dis- disappoint, disappointed you. Yeah. Tell yeah. me. Come, come. Tell me you're hurt. <laughs> like, wait, wait. Tupac has this song, and it's like, um, uh, Tell me your pain. Share it with me. Like, <laughs> trauma bonding. <laughs> Is it called trauma bonding? Because yeah, it should be. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's wild <laughs> because that feels so intoxicating. It, yeah, because now you finally found somebody that you get to fix you in. Mm-hmm. So now I get to do it over yeah. mm. through these people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. when they disappoint you, then, oh, you, then it's, it's being disappointed with yourself. And now you're, like, now you're oh. mad at your dad, right? Like, so now, <laughs> like, anyway, nothing. I'm telling you, my that last relationship, that crazy one, I called my dad. I said, hey, listen, um, we got to talk. Like, wow. let, me, let me apologize to you. Because, yeah. like, even when he started to try to, like, come into my life or whatever I was like nah I'm good nah Mm. I'm good and I just would not forgive Mm. and then I was like but in that unforgiveness I'm picking dudes trying to trying to kind of make them be like a father to me Mm -hmm. right and then you realize forgiveness is really for you too it's 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 first and foremost for you so you can live in peace and my dad is not a bastard yeah he's just like a self-centered kid yeah he's a child when he had you yeah and I mean he still acts really immature sometimes but I don't have those judgments against him anymore. The That's expectation nice. is not for him to heal the little kid in me. That is my job. That's your job. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard. I, I don't know how do you how do you deal with man going. They did the best they could, the the given the circumstances, and like fuck them. Like how do you? So like, fuck them is for now. Yeah. Right. Because if you are still operating in that same space as yeah. a parent, like being manipulative, being, you know, combative and all those different tips, I gotta joke about that. If you're that, right, then I have to save myself as an adult and say, well, I'm gonna love you, but off from over here because mm. I'm not gonna be able, to, I'm not, just because I was born through you does not mean I have to accept your abuse Boundaries. as a, an adult. Like yeah. I'm not doing that. Right. So this but I had to get sentence. but I had to get to there because I kept seeing myself as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard not like, to. Like you need to you 
you need to take care of me. You need to take care. You're in your forties. You don't need. I don't need to. Yeah, you do because yeah. you didn't do it when I was eight. And remember, mm. I was scared and all those things. And I had to start say, oh, okay, I get to. That's my job too. Yeah, that's your job too. Yeah, yeah. What's your relationship with your mom like now? It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I have to like check her every so often. You can be on the same page. Yeah, but she's like older. And so now she just does old fuck girl shit. Like (laughs) fuck girl, (laughs) fuck girl shit. What's old fuck girl shit? I I had a party. I had a party. I promise you I had a party. And she kicked some of my party members out of my house. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and I was like, what the hell is going on? And she was drunk. And she said, I said, why would you do that? And she was like, the Holy Spirit told me to do it. Like she still (laughs) does fuck shit. She still does. That's not funny. That's embarrassing. She meant she was like really earnestly meant it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought she was just like I didn't like them, so I said that. That's how what I said. It's still my house. Oh yeah, it is your house and your and your party. (laughs) Yeah. It blew out my candles. I was like, what the fuck? Those are my candles. You know, because that's what you let people do in life. Right. You let them cross your boundaries. You invite them to your party, and then they blow out your candles, and you be like, those are my candles. Did you find that when you put a boundary up after having boundaryless relationship, did they react strongly to that? Or did they? No, they just because if you if you truly have a boundary, people just go do go uh, divert their attentions to people that don't have boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of always the path of least resistance. The reason why you can't do it yeah. is because you can't do it. Right? Because once you's like, nope, nope. Yeah, won't be doing that. Then they're like, oh damn. They move on yeah. to easier prey. They just move on to easier prey. It's kind of like bullying in high school. Like basically, like one uh, one time I wasn't bullied because one person tried to bully me one time, and I was like, nope. And then we're like, all right, this is a waste of our time. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun. And as soon as you do that, then it doesn't happen anymore. Even in comedy, like you know, when you start and like bookers try to like use you for all your worth and like make you not pay you and shit. And I go, yeah, I'm not playing like that. And then mm. they move on to someone else who will do it. Right. Yeah, that's and then true. they respect you. Exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. People are always afraid of, uh, like, love people. I had, oh gosh, I had a situation in high school. Um, I don't want to get too specific, but like in a program that I was really liked to do, but the person who led the program was like kind of this known dictator almost, mm-hmm. and. I was like, well, I feel like I want to do this so much I can get past this. And I just set boundaries. I was like, you can treat other people like this. You you've maybe maybe you've been treating people like this for decades, but you're not going to treat me like this. And I still got the things I wanted out of the program and I was not disrespected. So like it is possible. It's scary though. It's not it's like I'm scary. like it's not like I'm fearlessly like standing up to people <laughs> all the time, but I'm also not going to sit there and like be some I don't know, right. some little bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. For someone. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, I have a temper. It makes boundary setting hard because because then I set it and then everyone's like, whoa. I'm like, don't do it. Because the thing about it mm. is when you don't really set boundaries and when you finally do, that's not on them that it yeah. took you that long. Yeah. But what was happening is I would be a monster. After yeah. now, I'm like, don't fucking touch my shit. <laughs> right. I'm um, feeling for years of shit. Oh, of course, oh, yeah. Because okay. yes, it's almost it. like, I feel like it's like sometimes people like overcompensate. Like it's almost like you're when you're trying to get like a, like a scrappy do mentality, like you're trying to get yourself <laughs> revved up in a fight mm. that you are also not confident that you can <laughs> win. And it's not you know? even about a fight, right? 
because the other pieces, right. if you just say it's a fight thing, with yourself, really, yeah. yeah, because you're not willing to walk away. Sure, right. That's the, that's the thing because you're like, if this person leaves, especially if you're dealing with abandonment issues, yeah. If this person leaves, if I say this thing, you got to be okay with them leaving. And yeah, you, and you have to. What I've You've noticed, through it. what I've noticed is, uh, just think about the worst case scenario, right? So, what's the worst thing that could happen? Mm. And once you say that, and normally it's not nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. They'll get mad and they won't speak to me. Mm-hmm. But I stood my ground. And, but that's the only thing that can kind of like happen. It's not like somebody's going to hit you, or, right? Right. So, mm-hmm. if the worst case scenario is not like, then then you can kind of like walk backwards yeah. from it. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. what I've been doing. Because yeah. I had like an issue with my neighbor and I was like, but what's the worst thing that can happen? She can yell and then I'm a yell. Right, and then, right. Okay, next. Yeah, it's okay. People yeah. yell sometimes when they're People pissed off. People yell sometimes. Yeah, I try to, I drive, so I try to take the 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 lower hanging fruit of like, uh, like not getting road rage. I'm like, let's experiment here because I have a temper. So I'm like, don't be, don't let somebody be in, like don't let somebody get you to be impatient you know it's not worth it you know what they say it's a highlight um syndrome right because what we do is we think that everybody is truly looking at what you're doing looking at what you're Mm. doing and they're just they're they're figuring out ways to kind of stop you you off right but most people are thinking about themselves correct yeah their heads up their ass everybody is thinking about themselves so if you think about that if everybody's thinking about themselves it's a good tip then it's not personal. It couldn't be personal. If, if it can't be personal, then why am I caring so much what you think? Exactly. So so when somebody like cuts you off and they're not like that blonde haired bitch. Right, not. right, right. They're right. Just, they don't, I'm a car to them. They don't fucking know. You a car to yeah. You're not even a car to them. Yeah. Actually, they're probably on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're probably on their phone. On TikTok, and that's yeah, what's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're that's right. blown up in my face though because my mom always used to tell me growing up that no one's looking at you, no one's thinking about you and then it turned out everyone was looking at me and was thinking about me and it was like obs- obsessed with my downfall. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, it's it still happens. I don't yeah. know. People just really like to see me fail and I go, not happening. Because oh, <laughs> you get, you have this, I'm not, I don't give a fuck energy, which would people highlight, would, but it would highlight people's insecurities. Yeah. yeah. So if somebody wants you to fall, actually they just want themselves to fall because they don't have the balls to do the thing that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Why would mm-hmm. you want yourself to fall? That's Cause so- Cause it's called self-sabotage. Cause when you grow up, I we know. never love. <laughs> what were the other things that you learned besides like kind of like sit, being able to sit with yourself from that from that book uh, uh, that you taught, the mountain I book? I am a mountain? You, like that, uh, no, I, yeah, the mountain is the you. Mountain the mountain is, is you. you. You're uh-huh. the, <laughs> I would just call the book, you're the fucking problem, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth though. Yeah. It's the same thing. Very poetic to call yeah. it the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What else did I learn? Um, just the highlighting and and just being really intentional mm. yeah. about what it is you want to do. Because every right, if you want to create something, you have to really want to create it. Because oftentimes we say we want to do a lot of stuff, but we don't really want to do it. Yeah. We kind of fall into things instead of just setting a mm. uh, 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 a plan, yeah. a strategic plan and kind of like move through that. So I learned that like, so with my business and comedy, like I'm I'm booked a lot, but I really wasn't handling the business part of it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. So then hire a freaking assistant, mm-hmm. then fire the ones that don't work out. Like, yes. let's, let's stop playing these games. Right. Let's act like a white male in corporate America. Yep. Let's get the thing done. Yeah. yeah. So that, so the business of comedy ha- and, and uh, it's it's growing just because of that. That's great. That's great. Intentionality anything, is huge. Yeah. 
Speaking of business, you mentioned that while you were in therapy, you worked on getting a couple or asking for a couple raises. Did you get those raises? Yeah. And Yay. can you can you tell us some of the tactics or the the language that you used when you went into those meetings? It was more like I need a um, a survey of my salary and my requirements. I like. When, but it was through therapy, right? Because she was kind of like a, a life coach in a way. Yeah. And I, so I like wrote a list of all the things that I did. And once you write a mm. list of what you do in a corporation. Absolutely. Because most people think that you're they're an not, asset. You're a huge asset. Most people think they're not doing enough. Right. Right. Because every moment of their time is not spent making this other corporation money. So I wrote down the stuff that I was doing and I was like, well, damn. <laughs> yeah. Right? Doing a great job. Yeah. Which, which gave me you know, more momentum to go Absolutely. and ask for it. But the other piece is when somebody says no, you have to think, well, what are you prepared to do, if yeah. anything? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you prepared to like to call their bluff to walk away? Right. Are you prepared to walk away? Yeah. Right. And oftentimes it, it's, it's not even about walking away because that's like the ultimate thing. Sometimes right. it's just about hearing a no and then saying, no, 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 no. I think we need to revisit this because if yeah. you think about this and if you think about that, then so I was able to do that. Good. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But, it, but I, that took coaching because I was very much a people pleaser and that is I, I that I find that in black women in women period mm. but in black women in particular as it relates to corporate America it's all oh, about right. it's all about just being the backbone because you're really not getting the piece of the pie so as long as I mm. can make you know yeah. make Bob look good yeah. and he'll turn around and make sure I look good but nah so much people right. don't have your best right, in right, that right. way right. and you have to be even better to be looked at as doing just contributing right but Ugh. the pandemic like changed that a lot for a lot of people I yeah. feel like that mass resignation everybody's like yeah. I'm gonna get my own job or whatever because and, and people corporations can't find people to work like yeah there's a shortage of well their workers exist but they don't want the jobs they're just it's like, like nah. yeah they're like yeah. we're good yeah yeah you yeah. played us enough yeah. like that's what the pandemic did we all sat down and then we looked at our government and how we were being governed and, and then you're like not so much yeah well, you yeah you look at how a government treats its people and you're like oh this is terrible this yeah. is like really bad and then you travel internationally and you're like oh the population when they have they don't have to worry about it like an injury for example equals a huge medical bill like that's mm -hmm. what you think of in america if you injure yourself even if you have insurance so even that alone is just like a weight off of people's shoulders yeah. where they can you know dive into themselves so yeah the quarantine i feel really like that's what happened because we all got to look ourselves look at ourselves and then we got to look at uh other people we mm -hmm. got to look at other communities. We had we had nothing to do but sit down and watch. Yeah. yeah. So then you watch the George Floyd. You watch yeah. all the stuff. You and watch everyone the Me was Too watching. Mute. And and look, it, this is just happens like just so, look at the the timing of this because it was yeah. the Me Too movement. It's the George Floyd. Everyone's having a movement. They're like, no more Fuck this of shit. this stuff. Yeah. Right. And then it's like, oh, pandemic. Everybody have to sit down. Right. Yeah, and then we yeah. sat down and then we watched it play out a little bit. And then they kind of like made everything about the vaccinated and the unvaccinated so that we can continue Divide. to fight. Yeah. Yeah. The fighting, the, mm -hmm. the, the government and the society, but like governments push people to fight and only only look at their differences. And it's really. But you know why? So that you're not thinking about. <sighs> exactly. Money. We're fighting. We're fighting down <laughs> right. here. And then they're doing the yeah. same bullshit yeah. up there. And they're yeah. the, they Mars. How are you on Mars on Thursday? If we <laughs> all, if everyone got along, the government will be fucked. It's yeah. like. Like that's the last thing they want to happen. Yeah, because well, because really we could unify and then overthrow them. They would have to answer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They would have to answer to things that really just doesn't make sense. To their constituents. Yeah. They would have to answer. And yeah. it's different. Mm. 
How has the self-improvement journey, um, uh, like what, how long, <laughs> like how long did it take to fix your dating life? Um, oh, it's like, not fixed. How, or like, <laughs> like <laughs> you gotta try now. Right, right, right. Like, <laughs> gotta what, apply what, what you've le- learned. Have you yeah. made leaps and bounds with, I mean, obviously getting out of the marriage, you, you mentioned you get, yeah. got out of a marriage. How long were you married? Big... 17 years. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Know, that was a long You don't yeah. even look kid. old enough to be, okay. I know, I'm black don't crack unless you smoke it. That's, <laughs> that's not shit. I never heard that last part well, before and I really I appreciate it. That's what they mean. That's well, amazing. That's probably why we can't get reparations. They're like, how, oh, how long do we have to pay them? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. So funny. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What were the main factors in why you had to get out of that marriage? Uh, Well, we were kids, trauma bonding. It Mm. was uh, very toxic. It was fighting. It was, um, it was horrible. It for was, the for the entirety of the relationship. No, probably the first four years was cool. Oh, but that's a lot of other years. Thirteen that other years. Yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, thirteen. Nice. Yeah, that's yeah. how bad. Like, that's how. Ask Jada and Will. That's how bad relationships work. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have some point. That's how love bomb works, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you have yeah. To have some point where it's good, and then you always wishing that. Yeah, you go back part. to those good years. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, and you forget. You're like, oh, I can have happiness now. Yeah, and I was just in my mind. I was thinking, well, I'll, I'll go to college because I had got my GED when I was like I dropped out of high school. So then I was like, well, I'll, I'll go to if I go to college, mm-hmm. and then. I'll get a better job. I was thinking like, if I just keep fixing myself, eventually my life would follow and Mm. it doesn't work like that. Right, 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 right. Well, fixing yourself often leads you to like shed people, places and things. Yeah, so so I ended up like 
uh, getting my bachelor's degree and then like my kids were in like gifted and talented schools nice. and my life was just changing uh it would it just expanded out of the project apartment that i was living in and so i needed to go do that life yeah and then he wasn't he wasn't expanding a, well he wasn't going to be a part of that life he was expanding but differently yeah mm -hmm. okay yeah, you were just going on different paths like, because when we you were get in together the 90s so he was a drug dealer i was like a drug dealer wife like yeah, it was yeah, all yeah, the yeah. things i was like yeah. with it yeah and and then once i went to school and i was just was, wasn't happy with my life i was embarrassed about having a ged mm. like i was so embarrassed all my friends went to away at school and they did all this stuff and mm -hmm. I got married nobody was married just me him James and Florida Evans I don't know if you guys <laughs> <No>. <laughs> good times but like <laughs> nobody else was doing what I was doing I, I was just trying to hurry up and be an adult mm. because growing up with my mom I was an adult already yeah so you're just following the same pace the mm -hmm. same pace and then you're like wait this is not the pace i want to go in and then i don't have to operate in but this i had no real dreams like when i was a little kid i wanted to be a uh, actress i wanted to be on television mm -hmm. i would interview myself in the mirror and all that stuff and then when i got with him i i was like okay i'm gonna just go along with whatever his ideas are mm -hmm. i don't yeah. i don't have any ideas i would just give i'll just let him kind of like lead, lead we talk way. about that so much on this show but i yeah. did that Happens when i say i did that even i remember being in a car with my girlfriends going to like roller skating or something and they were all like it was my friend she was driving her dad's car and we we're all in the car and they're all talking about the cars that they wanted and i said well i think just is going to get her this and mm. so I so I didn't even have the wherewithal to think about what kind of car I wanted. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I couldn't even dream. And they mm. all looked at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. Because yeah. <laughs> that that wasn't my friends. But in my mind, I didn't have the the I didn't see a relationship. So the relationship that I saw was Heathcliff and Claire Huxtable. Oh, yeah. And I was going to try to figure that one out. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Minus the degrees and <laughs> and the women and the rape. Like no, right, the, right, right, right. The rest of right, 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 right. Mm. Yeah, but they had a good relationship on camera. But that's what I saw. Yeah. Right. That's what I saw growing up. If, growing up, if that was the relationship that if I didn't see a relationship, then I saw that relationship. And think about it, the Cosby Show was on television for was fucking huge ever. Show. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. yeah. So and I'm, they modeled a beautiful family relationship. Right. And yeah. they lived in Brooklyn, and I lived in Brooklyn. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So I was like, well, this is not that far fetched. Like it's it's and it's so important for women to be really painfully truthful because so many other women are going through it. So many other young women are going to go through it. And if somebody says, oh, I, I heard this lady say this, maybe you'll give them a chance. Yeah. Yeah. It's you have to prioritize your own happiness. But it's like you don't know that if you haven't your whole life. It just has to come piling on you. Yeah, and I'm like, and, what's happiness? What does that even mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I know what it means. It just, that you can just chill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like How, everything can be crazy, but you have a space inside of you, but you'd be like, you have a space feel calm within, yeah. Yeah, I'm all right. Exactly. When you went, to, when you told your husband you wanted to divorce, what was the reaction? Uh, damn. Oh, this is what I said, because we were separated, right? So it wasn't, so we were separated. So it wasn't a huge surprise. And, but, I was like, I couldn't date anybody unless I got divorced because I had gotten really, really religious. 
Okay. So, okay. Right? So really, really religious. So I wouldn't even want to go on a date with somebody if I was married to somebody else. And he okay. was like, that's dumb. Just date. <laughs> like, just what's wrong with you? I'm dating. You're so dumb. Like, how old are you? What the f is wrong with you? All right, sir. <laughs> it was bad. But, it's, but my mind, I was like, I needed somebody to lead me. So as I, if I wasn't going to have him uh, to lead me, then the church was going to lead yeah, me. Yeah, it was going to be me and okay. Jesus. Okay. Right? Hallelujah. It was all those things. I was wondering how that came about okay mm -hmm. i needed to lean on something and yeah. it's always gonna be god yeah 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 and our, it, it, from, from what you mentioned before we started recording about religion being bullshit and learning that through comedy i'm guessing you're not religious anymore or? so i am a uh, spiritual okay and i do believe in god mm -hmm. but uh going to church what i've what and and this is like quite recent but going to church what i found is uh in in maybe necessary for some people. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's necessary for a lot of people, especially when they're lost and they yeah, need yeah. something to lean on. But it's kind of like, I'm introducing you to Quran. I'm like, hey, look, that, that's, and then build a relationship, right? Yeah. So then we build our, our relationship and then you need to insert yourself some kind of way. Right. So how do you do that? Are you going to say, oh, she don't like such and such. She don't like it when you do such and such, uh. right? So then now we get the guilt yeah mm -hmm. the and seeds that, are planted right These so now i'm seeds. never really having a relationship with you because we have this other thing going on that i'm kind of afraid of you i'm kind of feeling guilt i'm yeah. kinda, so i'm not as close to you as i could until you have a pandemic and all those people die and you're like whoa wait Ooh. a minute i can't have uh, a relationship with you through her mm -hmm. yeah i gotta just have a relationship with you yeah, and, yeah. And so that's where i am okay. yeah it's a more pure relationship. It's a relationship. It's, and then you like start looking for, I don't know, everybody has their own beliefs on God, but then you like start looking for like God in everyday life. Like just like these little things. And like God fruit, and people. flowers. Yes. And in other yes, people. People you meet. People you meet day-to-day -day interactions. Like having a pleasant interaction with somebody who works at the grocery store is just like, oh, that's yeah. so nice. That is yes. nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So wow. So how have you had healthy relationships since kind of going on this path? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> But that's the other piece, right? Because even if it's a healthy relationship, it doesn't mean it is for you. Oh, true. Yeah, Very yeah. true. Very true. Yeah. And right, because then you're like, nothing's wrong with them. Right. So is it that I only like toxic people? No. Right. You it's just there's no chemistry between you guys. A, a certain thing is chemistry, which yeah. I didn't even ever know about. Really? When I tell you, I did not have any chemistry with my ex-husband. Oh, I did really? Not. Wow. No, I didn't even know. Like, no, I wanted to get out of my mother's house. Okay. So, and, he but, was like, and that's a powerful force, though. Why yeah, did you get out of like, your mom's house? Is a powerful. Out, right? He was like, I'm going to get you an apartment and a car. I was like, I'm going with you. Yeah. Right? That? Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. And then I just loved him from that space. Yeah. From yeah, yeah. desperate. Just being desperate. Yeah. But when you do have a nice, loving, nurturing relationship and you're like, well, damn, why don't I? Oh, See, there's no spark. The yeah, yeah, right. There has to be a spark. It's not going to the future. Like, yeah. This needs to go to the future. But sometimes. Your body tells you? Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, she does. The, the so, yeah. She does. She'd be like, first of all, I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> she does. But it's still dope to have those experiences because you can't fix love with trying to be successful. Yeah, gotta, that's very fix true. Love with love. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only you can only fill the love, the whole of that was loveless with love. That's it. With love, and with like genuine love, like yes. pure, good love. So how? So have you been? Have you met guys where you're like, oh, like I should like you, but I don't have chemistry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How how quickly does it take you to realize that? 
Oh, I know it. I know from right the away. onset, but uh, it still take me two years. <laughs> Sometimes it's, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you're like, am I sure I don't like it? That's Maybe so one more time hanging out, I'll do it. That's sorry, so Bruce. funny. I'm sorry, Bruce. Oh, like, Bruce. I always have this Bruce. I mean, poor Bruce. Like, poor he was guy. nice. Yeah, he didn't do anything wrong. It's just no, no spark. Yeah, I'm telling you, when I did find, like, somebody with chemistry, it didn't work out. But I was like, what is that electricity thing that I'm feeling? And he was like, that's chemistry. I was like, how the fuck? Did yeah. I live all this time? Wow. That how, long? That? how long until you met somebody that you could treat? Wow. Yeah. Well, was, if you didn't know what to look for, to look for it, then how the fuck? That must have been intoxicating. Yeah. But yeah. Cause, yeah. Yeah. Was it hard to leave that guy, the first yeah. guy you felt chemistry with? Because yeah. that is, ooh, that's was, talk about chemical it was dependency. Dope. It was dope. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, white girl crying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, white women crying. Uh -huh. like, Puppy <laughs> eyes and stuff. Man. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? But that was dope. All yeah. these experiences. If you think about them, they're dope. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. Have you ever read The Untethered Soul? I have not. Oh, it's so good. If you Is like self-help really? stuff, it's really good. I am definitely going to read it. it. He talks about, the author talks about how like, you know, all of our, whatever our issues are with life, whatever we have a hard time with, whatever, you know, and wherever they stem from, regardless, we kind of look at it as we're in this tug of war with what we're battling against but the we're not and 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 feeling better is just a very simple like breath away and basically he's like when you're in a tug of war you can immediately end the struggle if you just relax the muscles in your hands that's let all go. you have to do and, and instantly the second you let the rope go instantly everything is gone it's lighter and you're like oh fuck and so i but i but i he also talks about this concept of he says, and I've heard a couple authors say this, that you technically, you know, when you you experience chemistry with somebody romantically, it, because of their presence, but you can feel this without them, your heart is opening up. So you have these energy channels in you that sometimes it, uh, another person's presence is what triggers this energy channel to flow through you. But you could technically, you have access to that all the time. Yeah. So I'm like, ooh, I, I've, I've heard so many people that I really respect who've written uh, works that I really respect say that. And I'm like, it has to be true. So like you can feel, I'm like, can you feel chemistry with yourself? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's called masturbation. No. <laughs> I mean, I masturbate all the time. Yeah, it's best. Even doing other, I mean, like, I, I find, like, even doing, like, just, like, quiet moments. That's why I like, like, massages and facials. It's not like, oh, I just love luxury. I think it's like a, a like a moment with yourself yeah. where someone is, like, touching you, but you're really, like, lying there with yourself and the stillness and, like, the comfort of someone, like, being able to touch you. Like, I was getting a facial yesterday, and I'm, like, crying over nothing. Nice. But it was nice. It's just, like, a nice moment of release to let go. And I think it's, like, it, it's easier to do that when it's, it's a woman giving the giving yeah. the service. Yeah, that's true. I had a <laughs> massage yesterday, and it yeah. was, it, it's about self-care. Yeah. It's about, really about self-care. Yeah. And so I start, what I what I uh, also did that I feel like is really, really helpful is I um, have a productivity log. Mm. So I just put it on my phone. I just have the date and what I did just for me, right? Yeah. And, and so I would write, you know, March 3rd, swam, whatever, yeah, yeah. right? And if I don't do anything, I write nothing. Yeah. And the next day I write nothing. And by the third day, I'm not gonna write nothing. Right. I'm gonna go like I gotta do something. Gotta do something. Yeah, we we yeah. do all these things, especially as women. We do all these things for all these people. <sighs> but but prioritizing yourself is really important and being able to see it. Yeah, see, show, see your progress. You accountable. And mm -hmm. enjoying the energy that you give out. When you're giving it to yourself, you can enjoy it. Right. And you have to feel stuff. That's the other piece, right? Because mm -hmm. We don't like if you're not feeling pain, mm -hmm. then you're not really feeling pr pleasure. You mm -hmm. just kind of 
walking down the outskirts of life. You got to feel it. So the crying is really important because because you think you're crazy. Because sometimes I would just like, like, should I commit myself? What the fuck's happening? Yeah, Yeah. but you know, there's something that you didn't cry about. Yeah, yeah. That is coming up. Yeah. And just let just let yourself cry. Let it get unstuck. Yeah, it, sometimes it's just like a passing, like like a rain shower, like in, you know, in Florida where it rains for like ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's kind of what it is. Yeah, every once in a while I'll be like, Ugh! and then for two seconds, and then it goes away, and I'm like, whoa, what the fuck was you that? Just let it pass. But you know what? Yeah. But sharing that is really important. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know how many women think that they can't do that? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love I, a passing. When cry. I feel the cry come, I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's about to go. Here we down. go. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long it's gonna mm-hmm. last, but we'll see. Yeah, but it's good that you allow it to do it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't feel crazy anymore. I used to numb out and stuff, but like, yeah, you just gotta. And then you like, wow, and you just kind of bear witness to yourself, and you're like, I went through a lot. Okay, I have a lot of like, just a lot. I need to get out. It's okay. <laughs> and it and it's an ongoing thing, and that's dope. It can. Yeah. It can like you don't get out of life well they say you don't get out of life alive Mm, (laughs) right 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 right. so you might as well like settle in yeah yeah and enjoy it Mm -hmm. and it's and it's and the self-improvement thing is like it's you you know finding obviously finding the balance so it's not like consuming you right because you have to live your life but also like it's until you die that's what living is like just say going where what layers can i peel back here I asked Vivian, the 103-year-old mm. lady that's swimming, I asked her what was her one regret in life, and she said, oh, I didn't get my hip replaced when I had a chance. That was it. Wow. Because she doesn't like walking with the rollator. Yeah. 103 years, Damn. and that's all you regret? That's great. Girl. That's not bad. Girl, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, the other earnestly piece, living your life. The other piece is you can live a long time. Yeah. Like yeah, most yeah. people think I'm just die. No, you could just go another you 50, die 60 with that years. attitude. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you could still live a really, really long time not feeling the things that you want to feel. That's yeah. horrible. Yeah, it is. It horrible. is horrible. It yeah. is horrible. And I, I hate that. We got Chris and I were just talking like I, there's so and I've dated a lot of guys that just like because my mom's bipolar depression. And mm-hmm. so she but like I dated guys that just like they could help themselves, but they didn't. And mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, oh. so that's nice to. <laughs> Not have that anymore. Yeah. As a parent, how old are your kids right now? Twenty nine. And fuck y'all. <laughs> 29. I have no idea how old you are. Maybe right. you had a kid when you were 10. We don't know. Well, that um, didn't happen. Uh, we, and so did you, when you were raising them, did you do any work on prioritizing yourself or was that just like not even in your mm. mind? No, I bought myself a lot of clothes. Okay. Okay. Well, that's so you're trying. You're trying to. Myself. Yeah. Right. It was no, because I was that was that doesn't actually help. Ruins, right. right? I, right. I would not deny myself anything mm-hmm. as it relates to like anything that was in Marshalls, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Marshalls is so healing. It's <laughs> yeah. a healing experience. <laughs> I love that place because it's like you could really thrilling. buy a lot and not do too much damage to your right. credit card. Right. So Marshalls, and then when they were younger, like Baby Gap and yeah. Gap Kids. Aww. So I would just go crazy. And that that was it. I, but nothing really healing. Yeah. I, I didn't even know what that was. Wow. I, I did not know what it was. I was like, well, because in church, they're like, find joy. And you can find it through the word of God. But then when I was look, look, and it was just like, oh, God, I can't masturbate. I can't. Damn, it's a lot of stuff I can't do. Right. So the things that come natural to me, you're telling me they are wrong. Right. And right. now I'm like, oh, my God. Now okay. the energy's your energy. So now God is mad at me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a whole mess. And that was like the a guilt. whole thing. I'm telling you, I would have sex. Ugh. And 
cry after because I wasn't married to the person. Wow. So then I didn't have sex. Yeah. Wow. I know. The, for the little bit I did go to church, it always like I would listen to the sermons out and I would be like, this this God character seems it's, hard to please. It's such a shame. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's such a shame that religion. Like, Jesus, that's hilarious. <laughs> religion like wanted to get control over people and money and the power and greed and like, but not all. It's like, man, the the actual fundamental like point of a religion is a beautiful thing in someone's yeah, life. But I'm like, man, so many religions ruined it. Yeah, because so many because because it. humans. Yeah attach themselves to it and then you know we want to we have power. total dominance over yeah. things and that's just kind of like in us i think that that's just our innate nature as animals to try power to corrupts. but what will they say total uh, absolute power mm-hmm. yeah yeah corrupts absolutely yeah, yeah 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 so it was that it was that yeah but I, I just feel like i've lived many lives yeah. and then i get to do this now yeah and cool. i feel so dope yeah i feel so pleased that this is one thing about stand up you can't stand behind anybody nope you got to just stand there with one mic in your hand and say and this is what i think right and yeah maybe you can double back sometimes or whatever but for the most part there's in acting you need a partner stand up yeah it's by yourself it's by yourself and you get to tell your truth and i had never really had that opportunity and so that's why i love stand up so much yeah how did yeah. you how did you get connected with stand up? Uh, so I always wanted to be an actress, mm-hmm. uh, but you know auditions are in the daytime, and I needed to work because I was a single mom. Right. And so when my daughter, my youngest daughter, got older, I was like, "What else can I do?" I was taking acting classes, but I wasn't going on auditions and stuff. And then I was like, "I'm gonna take a comedy class and see what happens." And I just took Gotham's comedy class. Oh, nice. Yeah. And yeah. then I was bossing everybody around in the class. <laughs> And then, well. and, then my, <laughs> and then my teacher, uh, Veronica Mosley, she said, Oh, nice. You know, Veronica. Yeah, yeah. Right. She's in LA, right? Is she no, she's in New York. Oh, she's in New York. Uh huh. So uh, it was like the Rick Combs class. Or yeah. Whatever, you know what I'm talking about? And so she was like, No, you really have something. Like you, you should, you yeah. should, you should continue with yeah, this. Yeah, you yeah. really have something. And then I just started, you know, doing dumb shit, going to open mics, thinking that I was supposed to crush it and mm, cry. Right, it was right, bad. right, right, right. The Nobody rejection. tells you about comedy. Yeah, you have to really, yeah, you have really to learn. guess. And so then I started going through, you know, the whole comedy process and, you know, the cool kids table. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm too old to be here with yeah. this. I, I'm to be playing moms these games. Like yeah. this? What kind of crap is this? I <laughs> yeah. want to slap these people. Are yeah. they crazy? Roman acting they, like babies. They are yeah. crazy. Yeah. They yeah. Yeah. crazy. So then yes. I saw a lot of people on the spectrum. And I saw it <laughs> yeah. and then I'm like, okay, oh, that's what it is. Oh, they're depressed. Yeah. Oh, taking it they, out. oh this is the first time they've been cool. You know, so yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> right there is so important that I you was like oh you've never been cool before yeah you oh. can tell it just reeks of never have been cool before oh my god yeah. it's embarrassing it's yeah. embarrassing to be around as yeah. an adult yeah as a as a but an adult my age right yeah because i'm looking like wow we're supposed to be past this how in the, okay so i'm supposed to pretend like i don't see this right it's so, so that according so to them, yes. so that I can get an opportunity. Right. Yeah. 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 Wow. It's a balancing act. It's an interesting balancing. It's act. really interesting, but it's it's similar to corporate America. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in corporate America that you gotta pretend like you don't see that you freaking see. Like what? The breadcrumbing. Mm. You know, uh, the the gaslighting, giving this person an opportunity over this yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. person's not strong enough. Right. Or, Planting um, those seeds. Th- those little things. The the awkward hugs too long all of corporate america is to kind of like let you know you don't have power yeah 
That's yeah. the way it's set up. Yeah. Exactly. yeah that's how it is. The hierarchy in right? society. It's like you don't really, we don't really have power, right? Because we can take it away and then we'll starve your kids out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, you know, don't want that to happen, but it's also don't want to suck your dick to get this. Right. But if you think about it, right, society is set up like that. Yeah, it is. And it's so crazy yep. because society is really set up so misogynistic, right, mm -hmm. that all of us, women especially, like we're like made to like fight each other. Yeah, and internalize yes. and all the different things. Yes. And we have, have the most way. valuable asset right we yeah. have the vagina the human population yeah the power to recreate yeah we have the vagina and they done tricked us to believe that we have to go That's to weak. them to ask them about the vagina like what yeah we gotta yeah. ask wait a minute yeah so that's I can't, backwards wait and if and if i try and i have this joke and i'm like um i say like if you're under 25 you are if you weren't born with a silver spoon you're still sitting on a gold bar like yeah 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 and if you don't make money from it like that's because a man told you not to but if if, if it's the like if you okay don't sell it but you can auction it like what we're talking about <laughs> it's yours right Who, right why would somebody make it's you powerful. think that you cannot use men use their if they could sell it they would they do yeah, yeah right and they don't mm. like make anybody make them feel bad about it but we right because we have this nurture inside yeah. of us they like all the things you have you have something that epstein built an island it's so fucking valuable right mm. that the the players of the biggest of nations come for these young vaginas it's not what what are we talking about yeah 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 like yeah like r kelly the whole thing like the whole thing and you're like it's i, I say it in the as a joke but hard work and dedication will never get you to the places that your vagina will <laughs> Like at a truth. certain at a certain point, <laughs> at a certain point, it's like it's sad, but it's freaking true. The sad part is that someone makes you feel as if it's a bad thing, and it's yeah. So you don't you, know your own worth. But you use it. You yeah. use it. You even even like um, panty commercials. They models. They use children. They those girls. Their faces like that because they're fifteen. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. It's gross. They're 15. Yeah. yeah. And by the time you're 21, you're an old model. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's gross. What are we talking about? Yeah, it's society. Make it make sense. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't. Society Society gets me down. It's really, and I want to leave it, but you kind of can't. Those I mean, I guess you girls could. girls are 15 and 12. And yeah. They're like, I started modeling when I was 12 years old in panties and bras. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, can't yeah. believe that. That's not good. Yep. It's gross. We don't even talk about sex. No, just, I know. We're just talking yeah. about the imagery mm -hmm. yeah. of and, the and, young woman. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. also too, though, like the, I feel like a lot of men like younger women because they don't stand up for themselves as much, which is well, infuriating. Yeah, it's very right. infuriating. But to, it's about you gotta catch. I always say you got to catch them before they got a dream. <laughs> That's, yeah. That's how yeah. I got Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, bitch. Hold up, bitch. Wait, now you can Because then you're going to be their dream. <laughs> and you're going to have a great life. Right, because they don't have to, they don't have to, they don't have to, um, you know, not debate. They don't have to, they don't have to consider you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They don't have to consider yeah. you. They right. can just be selfish. And then when Stay you call your long for the ride. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That part. What do you think is the most, um, what's the thing that you instilled in your children that you're most proud of? Uh, they are very self-serving. <laughs> nice. And so I, I am happy that they will not allow somebody to just come in and take them places that mm -hmm. they are not necessarily want to go. Mm. They're very, 
um yeah self they're they're selfish fucking assholes like they're they're gen what are they gen gen z they're gen z's and yeah like like maybe a millennial yeah so they yeah it's like they know that i'm kissing their ass Okay. So, so everybody else needs to too. Like, right, 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 it's, right, right. It's that part. My, oh, okay. I see, my I youngest see. daughter's in Turks and Caicos. Nice. She she worked at a a gym like a <laughs> like like. And she's as a medical like she has a medical and she's like I don't know if I want to do that. I think I want to do YouTube. What? Rachel? Wow. I, I pay. <laughs> <laughs> the book you talking about, but right at her, but at the core of her, she was well loved by yeah, me. yeah. So well anything loved. less than that, she won't accept. She's like, nah, I'm good. Wow, wow. She's like, I'm good. I'm like, I don't. Every time I say, you guys could do this, they're like, nah, I don't feel like it. Like my daughter said to me one time, you've done a lot of things you don't want to do in life. Why should I? Mm. Cause I'm gonna stop paying for your shit, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. That's I'm a not, reason. I'm not. One, yeah. one day. Not now. So wait, are you paying for her Tur- Turks and Caicos trip? Technically, uh, I, I put a couple dollars. In Have it. you yeah. ever been to Turks and Caicos? No. Oh, you gotta go. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eventually. But yeah, yeah, you need to go. But I, you know, her friends were going, and she could not not go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, but that's what I mean. Yeah. Well loved. I yeah. Mean, I'm a sucker. I need to just throw them out. In the, yeah. But you love your kids. You have. Well, I'm just to... actually, I'm just paying them back for the dad that I chose. Yeah. Okay. But, oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's guilt. It is. Uh, it is guilt. Is he not present in their lives anymore? He, he is. Okay. He is, but he just doesn't do the. Th- He's not going to jump through the hoops. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. be like over like nurturing. He's not jumping through the hoops. He's yeah. like, ask your mother. Ma, yeah, right. Mm. That do you part. and do you have conversations with him about that, or is that like kind of a it's, moot it's point? A dead. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's all good. Yeah, I just look like it's a waste of your energy. I, I, I'm cool with it. Yeah, he, he's somebody else's problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's nice. really good material. Yeah. that's a problem with comedy <laughs> you still need good material when things are going badly you're like oh but this is so yeah, but I've had enough bit. struggle in my life that right. I can just I could, you could just remind me of something and kind of like <laughs> you could post yeah, on like that I, old I struggle I got a good 20 yeah. minutes on that yeah, yeah. how about that? how are you dating I am dating yeah are you yeah. seeing anybody not now because uh, this six months I want to just focus on seeing how um much I can push myself in comedy. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. be distracted. Yeah, yeah, Wise, 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 wise. I That's just awesome. need a, a, a moment to just like... Speaking of comedy, you have an album coming out. I do. An album, right? Yes, yeah. an album com- coming out and kind of a special. So we're filming it also and we're going to figure out how we're going to shop it or whatever. Oh, I am really becoming like a Hollywood type <laughs> we is me but anyway <laughs> we is team? good though because it sounds like you have a team so yeah. no one knows yeah. no one knows say we just say we, we I'm just joking okay so there is a we but but um what, I forgot what I was saying so you have a, you have a special you oh have, so, you have so an album we're gonna so an album so I'm shooting it through the Black Women in Comedy Festival nice. <laughs> and so that's happening uh, June 16th it's gonna be after this but when the album comes out I'm having the album release and nice. we're gonna try to shop the the visuals and stuff like that so yeah. it's called my mama's music and it's just about me living my life through the soundtrack of my mom until i realize like no that's her life so i'm trying to do things that she would never do so or the things that she did do but i'm that i wasn't really operating in my space right mm-hmm. and so i'm going to just take this part of my life all those jokes and and give it to the world and then work on some new stuff 
Yeah, nice. I like oh, that. cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank this you. Is a great for conversation. Me. And where can people follow you on social? So it's Onika Comedy, O N I K A Comedy, on all social media platforms. Yay. Awesome. Thank Thanks, you so Onika. much for sharing Thank your story you with guys. us. This was You're great. Wonderful. This has been Guys We Fuck the Anti Slut Shaming Podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. Guys We Fucked is presented by Luminary. Created and hosted by Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson. Editing and music coordination by Mike Coscarelli. Theme song by Rob Patterson and Jake Kozen. Suck my wet ass pussy. (laughs) Christina said to cut that before, but now it's in there. Yeah, let's keep it. Who cares? This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.